0: As the world's only personalized vitamin platform based on a health assessment and your DNA, ID Life provides its members with high-quality ingredients backed by pure science.
1: It's science.
0: Check out rockinthatidlife.com and speak with Dustin about how you can reach your goals today. That's rockinthatidlife.com. Center Eyes Brewery is a proud
1: sponsor of Let's Go Blues Radio. Visit centereyesbrewery.com today to schedule a no-contact curbside pickup or make a reservation in their awesome taproom. That's Centerized Brewery, located in Midtown St. Louis. Let's go Blues!
0: You can't trade Alex Steen. And Regina, or Regina if she were a town in Canada, uh, she responds with, why not Biddington? real men do drink pumpkin beer get ready to hear some noise tonight
2: hi there everyone i'm haley Wickenheiser, and this is let's go blues radio
0: this is eddie garcia from the fox sports radio network and co-host of the puck podcast and you're listening to let's go blues radio hi guys this is erica weston with fox sports midwest and you're listening to my favorite st louis blues hockey
3: podcast let's go blues radio
0: You're just seconds away from Let's Go Blues Radio. Hi, everybody. This is Ken Wilson. Once upon a time, I broadcast blues hockey. I always listen to Let's Go Blues
2: Radio. It's everything you'll want as a blues fan. Oh, baby.
0: Welcome to Season 9, Episode 38 of Let's Go Blues Radio. This is the fully vaccinated, often imitated, never duplicated, unsubstantiated, overcomplicated, overstimulated, discombobulated, unadulterated, with the blues, not associated, never (laughs) mediated the original (laughs) St. Louis Blues Hockey Podcast. That's a mouthful, folks. Uh, support for Let's Go Blues Radio is brought to you in part by Rockin' That com, the world's only truly personalized vitamin platform based on a health assessment of your DNA and by CenterIceBrewery.com, St. Louis's first and only hockey themed brewery. We're broadcasting live on Wednesday, June 2nd, 2021. This is franchise episode number 304 all time. I'm your host, Jeff Ponder, and I'm joined by Inline Hockey Shootout Specialist Kurt Price. Bill Day is currently interviewing for a front office role for the Toronto Maple Leafs, who could really use some help right now. For your listening pleasure, we'll be talking St. Louis Blues hockey for the next little while. To interact with the show on social media, we're on YouTube, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Just do a search for us. If you can listen to a podcast, you can certainly search the internet. Have you checked out our Discord server? Blues fans can talk with other Blues fans with either text or voice chat, and the three of us will periodically be in there during Blues games or after Blues games. I should update that. Over the summer, let's say. <laughs> uh, for more info, go to letsgoblues.com slash Discord. We're dual live streaming right now on YouTube and Facebook. If you haven't already done so, please subscribe to the show, smash the bell, so you'll get notifications when we go live. Kurt, we'll get to you in a minute, but we do have a special guest. We'll give her a more formal introduction later. But uh, I do want to go ahead and welcome in Miss Hildy Mack from St. Louis Game Time. Thank you for joining us, Hildy.
3: Thank you so much for having me.
0: And your your real name is, uh, is it Hildy Mack? Is that your birth name? <laughs> no, thank
3: God. Okay. <laughs> no, it's uh, it's Laura Astorian. Cool. So, I'm yeah, just look- gone by Hildy Mack. Like twenty years, so it just kinda stuck. Is what, there a story that? Yeah, there's yeah. gotta be a story, right? I honestly I don't even remember. It's been so long. Oh my god. Like it's been it's been like high school level of long. Well, so you're only really, really what, what, twenty-three, story. right? I wish I, yeah, I, fresh out I of high school. wish. Right? <laughs> <laughs> no. Man. I, I I wish I were, but I am not. <laughs>
0: Um, uh, so, uh, Kurt, uh, this is our first off season show. Uh, and, uh, as you can tell, our roles have been reversed. I am on the left. Kurt is on the right. So now I get to talk over him anytime mm. I want. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so Kurt, how you doing? I'm doing great. So on I'm with gonna the kick... show, we're going to be. <laughs> <laughs> yeah.
1: See, I, I see what you did there and I appreciate that. That was good. Well done. Well yeah. played. I'm glad but that's we're, what the un... appreciates. <laughs> that's what I appreciate about you. Uh, we're the unadulterated. Uh, podcast but is, is adulterated a word to be yet to be there's a the counter to unadulterated would be adulterated you're the you're the you're the writer jeff
0: i don't think it, it, you tell me uh uh laura you are a uh, you're right. kind of a smart person i don't think it is
3: i mean it's it's a word but i don't know if i'd really apply it here yeah.
0: well it's definitely not apl- applicable here I mean- <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you're right. I,
1: I, I don't want to sidetrack this show already.
0: <laughs> well, that's it's the summer. We could do whatever the hell we want. It's,
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> it's the summer. Shit, next episode I'm just gonna read straight from the dictionary. That's the plan. There we go. Yeah. We yeah. could do whatever we uh, want.
1: Yeah. Uh, episode uh, what episode, episode is this? I don't even know uh, episode this is episode thirty eight, so episode thirty nine, the Kelly Chase episode, could be just a uh, page three of the dictionary, right?
0: Yeah, that's what we'll do. Page three and nine. We'll, we'll throw three in an extra nine. page. Yeah. Yep.
1: All right. Or page 39, I guess.
0: Page 39 works. Pick a word. Uh,
1: page 39. That's the word of the show on page 39 <laughs> of the dictionary.
0: <laughs> so I do want to go ahead and tell everybody, uh, in case you missed our last show, and uh, maybe you are a new listener for whatever reason, uh, and we do pick up listeners over the summer because of what we do. We do have shows every week over the offseason. Can't promise it will always be live. But uh, I would like to try and continue the live trend. Uh, this is uh, uh, just this last season. I thought we had one of our best seasons so far. It, it, of course, I'm speaking for myself here. We hit 300 episodes. Um, thought we had some good content for everybody. Had Stephen Walden on, who's one of my favorite guests we've ever had. Um, so we're going to continue the the live shows as much as we can. So if you are uh, uh, starving for some blues hockey talk, even in the dead months of the summer, Ah, uh, you can still count on Let's Go Blues Radio. We will still be here, and uh, it probably will be more of Kirk Price and Bill Day than you're used to over the summers. Typically, it's just been my job to take the summer shows and run with it. But uh, Kurt and Bill have showed some enthusiasm for uh, for coming back on this summer, so hopefully that continues. Uh,
1: I I feel like we should still be talking hockey. That's why I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want give up. To talk I'm about Twitter. It. I'm not. I'm not no. a Twitter.
0: We don't need to take summers off. I mean, my God, there's hockey is a year round thing. I mean, for the very least, we can talk about our own hockey games, right?
1: So uh, Adam Gold in the uh, Facebook chat, since I'm monitoring that this show, that's Aha! my job. Loser. Uh, I, fell, I fell asleep in the draft lottery. So that's the pinned comment for the show. I'm going to put that right at the top until somebody bumps him off. That's, the, that's, <laughs> that's an appropriate pinned comment of the show is I fell asleep in the draft
0: lottery. Uh appropriate for him, especially, because uh that is definitely uh an Adam Friend of comment. The show. Friend, of the, Friend show, of the show Adam, Adam Gold. Gold. Yeah. Somebody who I think, and, and I haven't talked to him about it yet, but it's somebody I think you'll be hearing from this summer. Adam uh is somebody Ooh. that we've had on before. We like to have him on again. Yeah. Did, would it, uh, would be? Okay. Yeah, you're right. You're right. We would. Yeah. I mean would. I wouldn't, but you and Bill I think do.
1: <laughs> I like Adam. Adam's Adam's a good guy.
0: <laughs> Adam's good dude. Uh, so let's get into our official beers of the episode. Uh, you remember, you can follow each of us on the Untapped app. Uh, or at least three of the the regular hosts on the show: Kirk can be found at c Price Twelve, myself can be found at J Ponder Ninety Four, and Bill can be found at Billy Blue Note Thirty Three. Hildy Mac, are, do you have any idea what the Untapped app is?
3: I do, and I'm on it, and I believe I'm just at Hildy Mac because I'm original. Well, we gotta, have the we gotta name. find her. We gotta have a
0: new, uh, a new blues person to follow on there. Yeah. Well, we'll start with you. Let me redownload
3: the app real quick. We'll do but, that.
0: Yeah. No, do that. I'm on there. And go follow Hildy Mack on there for, if you, if you're on untapped, uh, Hildy, we'll let you start. Uh, what is your beer of this episode?
3: <laughs> well, since I'm in Atlanta, I'm drinking something that's only available down here. So sorry, <laughs> but, um, it is a um, – I usually hate hard seltzers, but this brewery actually has seltzers that actually taste like seltzer water and not like gross candy. Um, so I'm doing a Scofflaw hard seltzer. They're black cherry. Let me kind of get in there. Nice. It's not bad. Uh, if I take if anything heavier right now, I'd probably fall asleep.
0: <laughs> well, I that's that a testament. Time. That's I'm a testament to, get to our show. So <laughs> – uh, Kurt, how about you?
1: Uh, I am having uh, Kugel Summer Shandy since it is this summer. I think I had this on uh, one of our uh, more recent uh, shows, but uh, I'm having it again. So Kugel Summer Shandy uh, Lemony uh, Weiss Beer with with natural lemonade flavor, 4.2%. In a 12-ounce bottle. I like it. Summer beers. Uh, it was either that or Porch Rocker. They're very similar. Uh, so. It's five to three Montreal. Is that the is that the score? Yeah, five to yeah. three. Yep, and a one minute too. left. Someone's hurt with Mon- Montreal. Somebody's face down on the ice. Someone oh, I didn't see that. Shot. Yeah, oh boy, I, I, I assume Weber's pissed. Yeah, see Weber. Oh, oh yeah, oh yeah,
0: he's down. I don't yeah. know who that is. Oh, I, boy. I don't. yeah. that's not good. Well, nope. yeah, we'll get to that a little bit later. Talk about the NHL playoffs, but uh, let's just say we went to Center Ice uh, Saturday night, which is the Home of my beer of the episode, the uh, Center Ice Brewery Revolving Pale Ale Series. This is Series 6. Uh, and it's just, uh, a, one of my favorite things to go. Every time I go to Center Ice, I gotta grab one of the four packs of the Revolving Pale Ale Series. Cause it's always good stuff. So, uh, at Center Ice, we were there Saturday night watching the, uh, the Montreal-Toronto Game 7. I'm sorry, That's Game great. 6. That's and, great. uh, had a great time. We had an unbelievable night up there uh met actually met a uh so you know bill was wearing his uh kotki jersey um i was wearing a, a hab shirt and we were clearly cheering for the Canadians. and we met a couple up there that were cheering for toronto we shared shots we had a great time adam's an excellent bartender if you're in st louis and you haven't been to center ice brewery check them out it's always a fun time to watch any kind of sporting event
1: uh, I just saw that it was the hit on Evans. Uh, I don't. I didn't see who hit him, but oh my god, he got laid out on a wraparound on an empty net. Ooh, head down, got destroyed.
0: It looked like Shifley. Sure Shifley was the one that they sent off, so it? I okay. might have been him.
1: I, I, I'm assuming head was principal point of contact, and so yeah, I, they got
0: the stretcher out.
1: There's that's not good. I mean, if it was, I mean, I, I saw one replay. So there might be a suspension here for this. Wow. Yeah. Wow, very well good. could Holy be. Down. Destroyed him. Yep. Jeez.
0: Uh, so we, uh, I, I want to, uh, go ahead and talk about today and blues history. We're going to move this back up to the top of the show for, uh, for the summer shows, because not a lot happens in the, uh, in the summer shows, uh, for, so might as well throw those back up at the top. Uh, there's none for today. So I'll go ahead and read yesterday's, uh, June 1st fir- I'm sorry. That's June 1st. Yeah, that's, it is June. Ha. <laughs> Woo. second right. June, 2nd, June yeah. 1st, uh, 2019. Bob Plager, Bernie Federico, Alex Petrangelo, Brett Hall, Chris Pronger. Hey, buddy, we're back. Prior to game three of the Stanley Cup final, it was a video posted by the St. Louis Blues, one of uh, a very memorable video that Blues fans all remember before uh, that game. So, uh, again, nothing for June 2nd, but though we should at least throw in something for June as it is the start of uh, June. A lot of kids out of school now. So uh, we will be back to talk to Hildy Mack more about uh, her work for St. Louis game time, as well as her thoughts on the St. Louis Blues season. What's coming up this summer and whatever the hell else we want to talk about. Cause it's summer and we do what we want here. Uh, right after this message from ID life. Hey, you, yeah, you put that energy drink down. Don't you know that common energy drinks contain high levels of caffeine and other harmful ingredients that can lead to increased blood pressure and heart rhythm disturbances. Finding that energy you need for everyday activities doesn't need to put your health at risk. ID Life's energy formula doesn't use artificial ingredients or a massive dose of caffeine. Energy's caffeine levels are released slowly over time, allowing for longer periods of energy without crash, not to mention keeping your heart safe. Energy also includes neurotransmitters for mood, focus, memory, and cognitive function. ID Life also added antioxidants associated with brain health for no reason besides perfection. With rockinthatidlife.com, you can get an energy boost and leave the heart risk behind. Text Dustin at 636-393-8745 or visit rockinthatidlife.com and throw those gas station energy drinks in the garbage. That's 636-393-8745 and rockinthatidlife.com and tell Dustin that Let's Go Blues Radio sent ya. We've got. Uh, we, first of all, I mean, again, it's it's June second, folks. Season's over. Not going to have any groundbreaking news as, as far as the Blues go right now. But uh, we do have uh, the Blues signing forward Keen Washkaruk to a three-year entry-level contract. Drafted by the Blues in the fifth round, number one fifty-five overall in twenty nineteen. Spent last season with HK Lvis. I'm going to say it's Levis, uh in Slovakia. Ten assists and nineteen points, along with one hundred and ten penalty minutes in twenty-one regular season games. Also added twenty-six penalty minutes in four postseason games. I saw our friend Art Lippo loved this kid, talking about how great how many majors this kid had. Uh, so uh, probably not anyone we're going to see anytime soon. Uh, but uh, maybe if at all. But definitely <laughs> uh, one of those Berube-style players that, uh, that maybe we'll get a look at some point.
1: Odds are that Berube's, uh coaching this team when, if and when he does uh, appear for the Blues are, uh, what, slim and none?
0: Yeah, I think yeah. so. I uh, also want to add for this one, check out Season 8, Episode 65, if you want to know more about Keen Washkarak. Uh, that was the episode that we also had Carlo Koliakovo on. I interviewed somebody with the OHL Network. Uh, Marcus Boudelier, for those that remember that episode, uh, talked to him about Washkaruk's development. That was before he went to Slovakia, but uh, did see a lot of him in the OHL. So we had some great insight for anybody who might be interested. Uh, Ryan 26, O'Reilly, twenty-six penalty
1: oh. minutes. Sorry, twenty-six penalty minutes and four playoff games. Did you mention that? I was doing something. Yes. Was. Yes. Yeah.
0: Yeah. yeah. Pretty, pretty crazy. crazy. <laughs> yeah. Yep. Sounds like Chris Pronger against San Jose in two thousand. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Or
1: anybody. <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, Ryan O'Reilly is the blues nominee for the King Clancy Memorial (laughs) trophy, which is awarded to the NHL player who best exemplifies leadership qualities on and off the ice and has made a noteworthy humanitarian contribution to the community. Well-deserved. If you know anything about Ryan O'Reilly off the ice, he did a lot of awesome zoom stuff over the past year (laughs) with doctors, with kids. Um, and is, has obviously made some humanitarian uh, contributions in the St. Louis area. So I think that's a well-deserved nominee for the King Clancy Memorial Trophy.
1: This is this is, a, this is some, some script material for the next Car Shield commercial.
0: Yes. With O'Reilly and uh, Pat Maroon. I've won two cups. Yeah, well, I, I was nominated for the Clancy.
1: I was nominated for the King Clancy.
0: <laughs> Woo! Jeez. No, stop. Why do you,
1: why do you bring that junk into this show? Hildy, I do do that just
0: to piss Kurt off. Jesus. Jesus. I don't believe in the woo at all. It's a disease. It's just, it's too much fun to piss him off.
1: It's a disease.
0: Uh, So as I mentioned today, we are joined by Laura Hildy Mack, as she is known. You can follow her on Twitter at Hildy Mac. That's H i l d y M a c. She is the managing editor for uh, St. Louis Game Time, one of our favorite places to check out Blues news. They are a Pulitzer and Grammy winning fan yes, run sure. paper. Right? I'm right on that, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> we can claim whatever sure. we want on this show.
3: Yeah. Okay. Then yes. Yeah.
0: We, we we've right. done
3: both.
0: It's amazing you guys won a Grammy. That's woof. That's no something. Right. Uh, Word so it's been sold out outside of enterprise center for a very long time before home games. Uh, also make sure more importantly for over the summer, check them out over at st. They're also on Twitter and Facebook and, and wherever you want to find social media. Yes. If you're, uh, if you're watching the video, you can see St. Louis GameTime.com. Curtis <laughs> pointing it <laughs> out for my, you.
1: Get my uh, everything's backwards. You know when you doing the, the stupid. Yeah, games. I so know. Right, right there, the bottom of the screen in the middle. Uh, yeah. Uh. Yeah, wait. <laughs> you, nope. you, 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 you feel like you feel like a newborn. I don't know how to use my limbs. You're pointing the wrong direction.
0: <laughs> I don't know what to do with my hands.
1: I can't. But he's pointing the wrong direction. What's wrong with that?
0: <laughs> so, uh, Hilti, you are uh, the managing editor. You told me before the show, which I did not realize. You've been uh, with the newspaper, at least on the website, since two thousand eight. Um, sure, a lot of crazy stories coming out of game time, which we'll get to. But thank you very much for joining yeah. us today. Oh, anytime time so I have to ask going in uh, as you're mm-hmm. obviously a st. Louis blues fan but for those who don't know you live in Atlanta you're you teach for a living um mm-hmm. are you from st. Louis how did you become a blues fan what's your story
3: yeah yeah I'm, I'm originally from st. Louis we um my family moved out here in the 90s and stuff happens and you just never really get a chance to like not be down here um, so I've been down here since 92 but been a Blues fan the whole time. Um, was the Thrasher's season ticket holder, <laughs> so I put myself through that for a little bit. But, um, yeah, just became a fan when I was a little kid, and it just never never went away.
0: So uh, you witnessed Keith Kachuk getting traded to the mm-hmm. Atlanta Thrasher's. How exciting was that for you when that happened?
3: <laughs> well, it was pretty exciting just because that was like a sign that for once, like, the ownership and the coaches and everybody were on the same page and we were going all in for the playoffs and then got swept. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> but, you know, it was exciting for, like, that little bit of the regular season and those four playoff games.
1: Are you yeah. a Winnipeg I- Jets fan now, or how does that work? No.
3: <laughs> Absolutely <not.
1: laughs> um, I'm just.
3: I, I, I don't know. I, some, some
1: fans follow the team. I don't know if that, you know, I, I know how, yeah, how, no. how that works. But some some I mean, don't. I-
3: I was still a fan of of quite a few of the players that kind of, that went you know up to Winnipeg, but um, overall, following the team, not particularly that much. I mean, I I know a lot of really super nice Jets fans, um, but can't be a fan of a of a team in the Blues division anyway. And I'm definitely am not going to uh, be a fan right.
1: of Winnipeg. People ask me if I if I would be a fan of the Blues if they moved. <laughs> And I'm like, that's a really good question. I, I, I know it would be for, I, I would be for, and we wouldn't have a team then, obviously. So, I, yeah, I guess. Yeah. But uh, it, it's, I, I, yeah, I, I don't know. I guess I'll cross that bridge when I come to it. Hopefully never. But Hopefully
0: not. Yeah. Hopefully Saskatoon doesn't take them from us. Right. <laughs> <I'm> better late <laughs> <like> than never. <laughs> uh, so, Hilde, I also wanted to ask you, so obviously being in uh, being where you're at, with uh, oh, we just got a message from Bill. Uh, I wanna <laughs> mention this now. He says, Fuck Mark Shifley. Yeah. <laughs> the ha- the yeah. Resident Habs fan, not happy yeah. with oh, Mark boy. Shifley after that hit. Nope. Uh, and by the way, uh the uh Colorado Avalanche just scored and they are up one nothing. Oh, so... that goal. Yeah, that's not so a I good goal. Completely whiffed on it and it, yep.
2: just, it just
1: slowly goes through Flurry's legs. Oh my yep. god. Yep. That's a shame. It is flurry,
0: right? Yeah, yeah, flurry's in tonight. Yeah, Yeah. but uh, so I wanted to talk to you about Atlanta itself. So listen, I I've said on this show, and I don't I don't know if you're aware, my favorite jersey that I own is a with the baby blue Thrashers jersey. I love that jersey, Um, and and I I thought Atlanta got a. uh, Now I wasn't I'm not old enough to to remember the Atlanta Flames, but I feel like the Atlanta Thrashers. Got a well, the city of Atlanta got a horrible shake with with that team, and I felt so yeah. bad for the die. Yes, there were die hard Thrashers fans that those that want to make mm-hmm. jokes. I felt so bad for those people; they deserved better. I don't know. If, I, I guess I'll include you in that. Um, <laughs> Thank you. But it's it's just it's uh, it. You know, they never had a chance to win. The one team they had. It was a one-and-done year. Like you said, didn't even win a playoff game in their time in Atlanta. Um, so I have to ask, and, and I think I know the answer, but I want to get it from somebody who's down there and in the know. Will Atlanta in the next, let's say, 40 years get another NHL team? 40 years?
3: Wow. 40 years probably. <laughs> is by that you think so? Well, by that time, I'm going to assume that Gary Bettman's not the commissioner anymore, but <laughs> weird things have happened. Uh-huh. So, you know, I mean, it's such a big media market. So I think that that's kind of always why, like, once in a while when they're talking about expansion, um, somebody always throws out Atlanta. And it's always like kind of like half joking, but kind of half not. It's because the media market down here is so big and there's so many out-of-town transplants um, that... I mean, there's no reason why a hockey team couldn't work if they finally got decent ownership for one of them, Um, which, you know, that's its whole thing.
0: Yeah, uh, it's like I said, I I felt horrible for the fans in Atlanta. And and then it's the thing that bothers me and I want to I'm wondering if it would bother you, too. I mentioned this when we did the, we had a full show where we reviewed all the reverse retro jerseys. Mm -hmm. I thought that would have been a perfect opportunity for Winnipeg to finally pay some homage to the Atlanta thrashers, maybe have just their colors with the jets logo, Mm -hmm. something cool because Winnipeg has never admitted you asked them. Oh no, we didn't come from Atlanta. We're our own organization. That's basically right, yeah. their thoughts. Did that bother you or anybody else that you talked to in Atlanta, that, that <laughs> there's not ever any mention of the Thrashers in Jets history?
3: Yeah. <laughs> we all thought it was a little interesting how, you know, it's this weird, like, triangle of teams between the Jets and the Thrashers and the Coyotes. And Winnipeg just tends to kind of claim the history of both the Coyotes and the Thrashers, but they never mention the Thrashers. So apparently Dale Howard Chuck, you know, played for Atlanta or something. I don't know. I mean, if you read their if you read their website and the team history stuff on there, it's been a while for me. But for the longest time, it barely it was like yeah. So anyway, we moved from Atlanta and and it just like completely skipped um, to the Winnipeg stuff. So it's yeah. I mean, it really is kind of frustrating. Like, I mean, it wasn't the best eleven years of hockey, but notable things you know happened here that. You know, maybe maybe deserve a little bit of their in their history books, but I'm not expecting it anytime soon. Yeah. It's kind
1: of like how Dallas kind of completely uh, didn't mm. reference Minnesota for the longest time uh, at yeah. all, and then I, I guess they went with their colors uh, uh, in the retro reverse this time. But yeah, same kind of deal, I guess
0: it's weird. I, I don't I mean mm-hmm. I I would feel like if I was a fan of a team like let's say the blues move from somewhere else, I would want to have that as part of the blues history. I I'm, mm-hmm. I don't know, I I'd not i i not i am obviously not speaking from experience, but I just feel like that's you take on that team's history at the very least it, when you have a it, retro reverse jersey or <laughs> hey, let's um, you know, hang banner maybe hang a banner or something in the, the just to yeah. to say this is where we came from. And so many teams just don't do that.
3: The, like the, the one thing that they... Yeah. Me, well, you know, the one thing that the Jets held on to, which I was really glad about, um, was the Dan Snyder trophy at the end of the year for the hardest working player. Um, oh, I didn't that know is, that. That's like the one tradition. Yeah, that's like the one tradition they kept going. Because uh, a lot of the guys in the um, uh, in the Jets organization worked with Snyder in the AHL. So... They kept, that, they kept that award going, which I
1: thought was really like, nice. I guess they're not heartless bastards.
0: No. <laughs>
3: not completely.
0: No. Not completely. Right. <laughs> <laughs> um, so uh, I want to talk to you about your your blues fandom. Obviously, you said you moved to Atlanta mm-hmm. in 92. Um, favorite blues player of all time.
3: Oh, that's hard. Um, Jeez. Pro- probably just uh, – really boring and probably just go with Brett Hull um, just because he really was the player when I was a little kid, when I was just getting into hockey, he and, he and Adam Oates were the two, um, the two players that caught my attention to as kids. So I, I know there are so many other great players to, to choose from and, and players that I really have a lot of respect for, but just kind of based on who is the most fun to watch and who's the guy that got me into the game, I'm going to have to go with Brett Hull. Not a
0: bad choice. I, I'm not going to okay. call you crazy on that.
1: Kind of the same, uh, the same line of thinking with the uh, favorite jersey of all time. All well, those who became fans <laughs> during the cl- during the clown jersey era, you know, that's uh, they're like, oh, it's a wonderful jersey. Well, sentimentally, it is. But, sentimentally, uh, but des- des- design wise, it is not. <laughs> at no. all. I mean, they
3: were ugly when they first came out.
1: <laughs> oh yeah, yes, yeah, yeah. yeah. No, they one had a soft
3: spot but they were ugly when they first came out.
1: It had to be, it has to be one of the shortest tenured, uh, uh, you know, main jerseys <laughs> in the United, what three seasons? It was, yeah. Uh, three,
0: yeah. three or four. Yeah.
1: yeah. I think it was oh. three. God. That was, was
0: bad. Yeah. So was just... I, uh, I, I was actually just watching. So little, little, uh, uh preview for those of you who follow my YouTube channel and want to watch uh, live or, or full, uh, past vintage NHL games, uh, Bill just gave me a, a bunch of his old tapes and in those is the, uh, is, uh, Wayne Gretzky's first home game as a St. Louis blue. And oh, wow. I watched the first period of that game and I will say the white, we've said this before, not as bad as the blue one. So right. it was, a, right. it was a little cool to still see it, but I'm thinking, man, I just wish he would have come like three seasons later. Gotten one of those (laughs) like early 2000s jerseys. Oh, I would have loved that. Those would have been better. Oh, terrible. Terrible. So, um, uh, obviously, you've been, uh, well, uh, I'm guessing you come up here, go to games fairly regularly. Uh, How often do you make it up here? Uh,
3: Well, probably once or twice a season. Okay. I have to kind of finish my days off, but just a couple times a year
0: what's the biggest game you feel like you've ever been to
3: Mm. Probably one of the three uh, Stanley cup final games, probably game three, just because it was the first Stanley cup final game in St. Louis. Um, I mean, I know it didn't end particularly well, but just the, the feeling and the momentum of having, you know, having that first Stanley cup final game, you know, since the seventies in St. Louis and, just having all the attention on us for that night was really cool. Um, Wonder Classic was a lot of fun. Yeah, I would that like to do one. that again without all the fog. Yeah, I
0: was there the for the alumni game. Actually, I'm wearing the shirt right now, uh, Chris Pronger one. Um, but yeah, I was there for the alumni game, and same thing. It was foggy. It was it was just kind of a, a weird day, but. I remember because they kept saying, oh, they're going to – it's going to rain. It's going to rain. We're going to have to push the game back. Luckily, it didn't really happen. But still, yeah, you, you'd hope for either clear skies or maybe even some snow. That's pretty much the one type yeah, of weather yeah. you didn't want for that day. Yeah. <laughs> um. So you, you've been with Game Time since 2008. Um. I just have to ask. I mean, you – I know you've probably seen some crazy stories come through your desk. <laughs> uh, what's what's oh, uh, just off the top of your head? Give me give me one that you were just like, yeah, I don't, you know, we probably
3: shouldn't post this one. Oh, boy. Um trying to think. Anything that I don't post on the website, it's usually not because it's like, uh, it's usually because, like if it's me personally, I, I, I won't post it if it's just something that's, you know, not not true or not correct or some salacious rumor that I'm like I'm not touching that with a hundred foot pole. Um, we have had a couple writers in the past that were doing double duty for um, uh, for the paper and for the blog um, that just kind of posted at both places at the same time and kind of posted a couple of clunkers of articles. Um, there was one that got uh, somebody a lot of grief because he was trying to look at the statistical. I don't even know how he did this because I like trying to look at like the statistical um, upside to J Bo meets you're no longer playing. And that got a lot of rightful blowback. And I was like, listen, that's on the author. <laughs> he can yeah. try to explain that one away. Um, I think that's probably the, the weirdest one that I was like, okay, you want to publish this in the paper, in the site. All right. Like he didn't say anything bad. It was just like, dude, too soon. Way too yeah. soon, and also you're wrong. <laughs> <laughs> I think I remember that one. I think I remember being
0: like, "Whoa, yeah. that, you could have waited like a year to post this one." <laughs>
3: right? And, and it, I, I just, God, that was probably the um, the biggest paper website overlap snafu. I think just because the paper is a lot more free to say whatever they want to say, and the website's owned by like SB Nation and. Box media and stuff like that so um <sighs> there, there, there's definitely a different um a different voice and a different do we lose her
1: mm, might have uh, let's see if she comes back in the uh, facebook chat uh mary woodruff ponder I've heard, of her. I've heard of her I think
0: I know who that is
1: friend of the show <laughs> uh friend of you yeah, <laughs>
0: well I I uh, guess she's my friend.
1: Mom of the show.
0: Uh
1: <laughs> what happened to Bill? Uh he I can I can I think it's okay I say this now. He he had once laid with a woman who was unclean. That's what's wrong with Bill. Uh <laughs> <laughs> No, he's <laughs> You can you can snip that out for a future promo, Jeff. Oh, uh, I think
0: I might have to. <laughs>
1: Uh, no, Bill, Bill's, uh, tied up this evening. Uh, hopefully not with an unclean woman, but,
0: uh, <laughs> I would hope not. No. I don't think, I don't think his J- lady Julie would... would like that too much.
1: No, Julie would have words. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Guy Bensing says I was there at game three.
0: Oh, I didn't realize he was there. Wow. That's cool. Yeah.
1: He yeah, Wasn't he, uh, he was,
0: uh, yeah, I,
1: I'm not sure it was that game or a game prior he was uh, on TV, or something, or like a like. Oh, it's a camera panned. He was on, like near against the glass. I think that was him that game. And uh, Chris Brace <laughs> Chris Brace says uh, hi, Kurt. Cascade is down. <laughs> Cascade is the, uh, the CMS that we use at work. So
0: oh, yeah. well, get on it, Kurt. Jeez, what are you doing? Yeah, I,
1: he's. I think he's. Uh, he's he's pulling my leg. He better be. And it's not, <laughs> it's not it's not my job to fix that anyway. I got to pass that info along to somebody else, but Cascade's down. Well, you know what? No one's using us 949 anyway. You want to resend the uh, link?
0: She she says she's uh she's back. So I just hopefully oh. I'm not I'm not seeing any difference here, Hildy, but uh hopefully we'll get you, you back that. here in a minute. Get that, background? Uh, that background. What's that? That blue background? Oh, the blue background. What am, I, what am I doing? What am I doing?
1: Why is that overlapped on the bottom third there? You See that? The, the, their link, game time. Oh, there it is. Okay.
0: Yeah, we're cool. good. We're good. Uh yeah. Uh yes. <laughs> um, so, uh, Kurt. Yes. Um, tell me about your week.
1: <laughs> my week. <laughs> my week. It was actually my first day back at work. Uh, in my office that? today for the first time in about 15 months. Uh, it was, it was, I'm not going to lie. Uh, going to work, I missed my exit. <laughs> yeah. I was like, just, I, I was kind of just, uh, like, is it this one? I, I, you know, just haven't been that way in, uh, in 15 months. So, yeah, it was, it was good. So you, I, uh, you
0: missed your exit to go to work. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so I was about five wow. minutes late going
1: in. And, uh, yeah, it was, uh, <laughs> I, I hadn't been in 15 months, so I, that's my excuse. But then I, I walked in, and I started laughing. I was like, I missed my accident. But <laughs> yeah, no, it was it was like starting a new job for a while, and then all of a sudden it's just like it was back to normal. It's you still get right a lot back into it. Still a lot of people aren't there yet, but uh, no, it was it was good, real good to be back. I'm not gonna more 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 good than I expected it to be. <laughs> more better. Yeah, I, more I was
0: back in my office for the first time last Monday, and uh, it was funny because I walked in with my mask on and. And a couple other guys still had masks on. They're like, Hey, did you get vaccinated? And they're like, wait, we, we can't ask you that. And I'm like, no, seriously, it's fine. Yes. I'm vaccinated. I can, you know, they're like, okay, well you don't need your mask then. And, and I felt weird, like taking it off right there in the middle of the office. I'm like, I should step outside, but I'm like, no, just take your mask off. And it just felt weird to like sit at my desk and work with, with no mask on. And like, not being like in my own house to where I can just get up and go do laundry. Like it was, it was very odd.
1: Do they require you to wear the mask uh, when you're out and about in the office or no no mask? No, they said if you're
0: fully vaccinated, you can just take it off.
1: Yeah. See, they still have the signage up where in the policy uh, where we are. And I think it's a campus policy that you're supposed to wear a mask when, when you're inside indoors, uh, which, you know, Okay, that's fine. I'll 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 do what what they say. No big deal. But uh, it's just uh, I'm like, I'm just kind of like, but but what about those who are vaccinated? (laughs)
3: Yeah,
1: I want to flaunt my
0: vaccination on everybody
1: (laughs) and say, aha, I've been vaccinated. I don't need this mask anymore. But that's
0: uh, that's what I wanted to do. I said that I wanted to have a mask that said, I don't need this. I'm fully vaccinated.
2: (laughs) Yeah,
1: (laughs) I still want to
0: get that. We'll see. I want to be able to judge
1: one. people that are wearing masks indoors. Because, ah, you have nothing. <laughs> but, but, but thank you for wearing a mask indoors. Yes,
0: thank you. You're doing God's work. <laughs>
1: right, exactly.
0: <laughs> well, uh, Hildy Mack has rejoined us. Uh, gotta love the joys of a live podcast, Hildy. That's just how things Yay, go. Internet. yeah internet. Yep, that's right. Uh, so I want to talk to you a little bit about this past season. Obviously, Kurt yeah. and I, last week, we had – quite the discussion we had a a full uh, player report cards that we did and just kind of discussed, you know, what the, what to expect this summer, but I kind of want to get this from your stance, somebody who very much understands the St. Louis blues and um, is obviously well in the know in, in terms of, you know, uh, having writers at your disposal. (laughs) Um, What, I mean, I'm just going to go wherever you want with this. What went wrong this last season?
3: Oh boy. Um <laughs> so much to choose from. It,
0: <laughs> what went right really is, is the real uh, question. What
3: went right? <laughs> David Perron. Um I, <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I think that a big part about what went wrong, and this isn't obviously it's not an excuse, but um I think a big part about what went wrong were just the constant injuries that happened and it just made it difficult. At first it made it difficult to get any cohesion on ice with so many regular guys being in and out of the lineup. And then what winds up happening is like people are getting better and they start coming back into the lineup. And then you've had a lineup that's played without them for so long. Now they don't know what to do with them. Um, so I think like by the end of the year, I kind of felt like that was kind of balancing out a little bit maybe. Um, but
1: hold on. So you're saying that at the end of the season, the last third or so, that the Blues played better? Is that what you're saying?
3: <laughs> yeah. A little okay.
1: bit. I'm just, check- just checking. I, well, mean- I had, a con- had a conversation online. Uh, <laughs> uh, uh, an unnamed oh, individual said so that they, they did not play well down the stretch. What are you talking about? Uh, all right, I thought I okay, thought they did. Okay,
3: that's I, I I thought they did pretty well, but I mean I should be stats yeah. and
1: records say otherwise, so, especially I mean, considering the teams
0: the teams they played yeah. and how oh, they, they were, were winning games right? all of a sudden. The toughest part of the schedule, yeah, and they yeah, yeah. they played and won.
1: I, I yeah I, I, I hmm. whatever okay I just want to get out. somebody else to you know <laughs> to say that okay they did know, get in the know. playoffs right because of that okay they did.
0: Go ahead. I uh, mean, my, my kind mind. of. I mean, <laughs> yeah. I guess. Mean, you know, hey, they won as many games as the Sharks in the playoffs. Exactly. Oh. Yeah, <laughs> a team while they're down. <laughs> Damn. Eh, we're kind of down too. It's okay. It's
3: okay. But I mean, I just think that there just wasn't a lot of cohesion for throughout the almost the entire season, and it's just so difficult to to build anything from that. And I know it's really easy to look at them and go, "Well, they're professional athletes. They're supposed to be able to play with anybody. But when you were missing some of the players the Blues were missing, I mean, and who they had to dig in the death chart to replace them with, like, uh, you know, you can't really like, just blow this off. I mean, it's, it's, it's a legitimate reason.
1: I think it was third most man games lost injury in the, in the NHL, the Blues had. It was, I think it so, lot. yeah.
2: a lot. It was a lot. It was a
0: lot. Yep. Yeah, I mean, and, and let's talk about the significance of those guys too. I mean, it was uh, you know, Tarasenko obviously who's your leading yeah. scorer for years before. I guess they include Alex Steen in that, who I don't care what anyone says was a vital part to the Blues winning the Cup in nineteen. You know, uh, and then obviously the other injuries they had, Schwartz out, Bozak out. I mean, all your. I, yeah. I like what Ben, uh, friend of the show, Ben Hockman said at one point. Uh, he said you could literally just point to a name on the blues on the the blues portion of the Stanley Cup and it's likely that player was out at that time when he said i think it was in the middle of february and i'm like yeah he's right <laughs> you,
1: you know you know what i hate the the phrase i hate more than anything is when someone says you can't use that as an excuse i'm like i'm not using it as an excuse i'm giving you a reason one of the yeah. reasons why they had issues this season, and maybe you can't use injuries as an excuse why the hell not it, it's yeah. a it's a it's a legit reason what what why can you can't just say that oh they got to overcome you can't a team has the this many injuries to this many key guys it is yeah. going to affect your play i don't care how good a team you are and that it's not it's not an ex excuse. It's a, it's a, it's a reason. One of the reasons. Yeah. I, I, yeah. You can't use that as an excuse. Why the hell? What?
0: <laughs> yeah, Whatever. I agree. uh So Hildy uh, going into the summer, uh obviously a lot of talks about free agency. We talked <sighs> yeah. again last week, uh you know, Kurt and I kind of gave our thoughts on Bozak Schwartz Hoffman, the three guys that are uh, the big UFAs going yeah. in what are your thoughts? What, what do you see the team doing? What would and <sighs> and what you see the team doing is that different from what you want the Blues to do?
3: Well, it's a good question. Um, I do think with Hoffman, I know that Doug Armstrong said I think it was in like his last um, press conference before before everything was wrapped up, um, said that he could see Hoffman coming back, but <laughs> that's kind of like one of those non-commit. Like you're not going to be like. Pfft, that guy? No, we're not bringing him back. Like, there's no way that Armstrong would have said that. So I, I do think that Hoffman's gone, um, which that was just a weird, a weird story the entire season with him. Like why he was brought on the team was specifically to score goals on, on the power play. And then everybody got irritated that he didn't fit into the system. And I'm like, well, that, he, that's not what he's known for. He, I don't think he knows what the word defense means. Um, and then him getting the scratch those three games and everybody being convinced he was going to get traded. And then, you know, thankfully he wasn't dealt to the deadline because I really feel like his production on the power play is one of the big reasons that the Blues made the playoffs. But I just don't – this was a one-and-done kind of contract, um, and I just really don't think that the Blues are going to focus on um, – getting a whole like re-signing somebody who is really good at one particular thing. When I think that Armstrong probably wants to look at more well-rounded guys that could back check. Um, but as far as Schwartz and Bozak, I think, I think Schwartz will probably be back. Um, I would like to see Bozak back. It's just, that's it's kind of funky because of his age. Um
1: 35, you know, 36? Yeah,
3: thirty-five. I think.
1: 35? And the yeah.
3: I mean, older players, I mean, they don't want to be like, "Well, I think I only got another year left in me, so I'll just do a one-year deal." You know, they they want to do multi-year as you know insurance if they can keep playing or not. And I don't know. I just don't <laughs> yeah, know if Denver is going to want to do that.
1: Who would give Bozak a two-year deal? <laughs> That's kind of making thirty-seven. Hey,
0: yeah, I, I played could, well. I could see. I, I could see one, somebody though. doing it. Yeah, somebody's somebody's going to make an offer to him for that. I can not see. For uh, what he
1: made last year, he's going to make. No, it really he's left. not
0: going to be making four million, but I think he'll make. No. He'll make a little less for two or three years, and then I think he'll like be three, three, three one year deals after that.
3: Yeah, I mean, if he if he God willing, you know, makes it through him healthy.
0: Do you, Do you want? I mean, there's another question. Do you want Bozak back?
3: I um, saw you. I think it was I you that posted that article about it. Yeah, I was kind of going through and looking at, looking at the big three and trying to make a case to keep um, each of them. And honestly, I wouldn't be disappointed for another year of Bozak. I mean, he played very well this year. Um, and I think, you know, his, his point totals obviously would have been higher had he not been knocked out for, what was that, like 27 games? <laughs> you know? Um, yeah. And I I think that he is a good, useful center on that third line. Like, I think he keeps that line stable regardless of who else is on there with him. So, And the usual veteran leadership thing, too. I mean, he does supply that. So I wouldn't be upset with another year. I would think more than a year would be um, a little excessive. But another year of Bozak I'd be perfectly fine with.
1: Do, do you think that it might come down to a situation where the Blues would look to bring him back for a year if they explore their options and nothing else really works out and they need, they need to sign somebody and they say, okay, well, Bozak's still available. We know what we got with him. We'll bring him back for a year. Um, I, I can, I can see that. I mean, do you think that kind of situation that might, pan out that way like he's a he's like a, a third yeah. option that they have to fall back on
3: yeah i think it. I, I think it totally could um i don't think he's going to be a player that armstrong's gonna hop on the negotiations with immediately right um, i have a feeling he'll probably talk to talk to schwartz and, and talk to that camp a little bit more but schwartz has know. got to
1: make less right schwartz has got to make a lot less i mean but does He's, he take yeah, last I mean, to that's come a, back here.
3: That's yeah, that's the thing cuz there's also the whole thing like there's going to be another team somewhere that pays him a lot or offers him a lot of money.
1: Yeah, and if they if the blues you know? bring him back, boy, it's going to you think it might be expensive. I mean compared to his yeah. production this year.
0: Yeah.
1: That's this is yeah. I, I said this I said this uh last week, I think. <laughs> this this off season um is going to be fascinating cuz there's a lot oh, yeah. of moving parts right now and there's a lot of things that can happen. Yeah. Uh, and I think I think I think at the end of this, like getting closer towards uh training camp, there's a chance that Blues fans are gonna be pissed because we <laughs> didn't do much, you know, Ooh. or didn't bring up bring many people in, or didn't weren't able to sign anybody, or or make a significant trade. Uh, and we just we we have so many questions. I can see that happening.
2: Ooh. I just
1: I could that, and that. I hope it doesn't happen. I hope. I mean Armstrong is capable. He's made some fantastic moves. They're certainly capable of making a good trade, so I, I would I would hope that's the case. But and because the team needs something, but uh, yeah. but I can see that I can see that as a possibility, and uh, have us having some interesting shows and having a pissed off Bill about the Blues not doing a whole lot. <laughs> yes,
0: <laughs> I do love the pissed off Bill episodes. Yeah, <laughs> we
1: need a compilation episode of just pissed off Bill.
0: <laughs> Um, so is there anybody that, that you have your eye on, uh, Hildy? We talked again mm-hmm. a little bit last week about, uh, a couple, there's a couple people who posted in the chat saying this guy, that guy. Now, I don't know how much, uh, free agency you've looked at or trade options you've looked at, but is there anybody <sighs> intriguing to you? Um, well, I know while you're looking it up, I'll vamp for you. Um, uh, somebody mentioned last week, Brandon sod being a free agent. Would the blues mm-hmm. be interested in him? Uh, I mentioned as a trade target, a guy like Boone Jenner, uh, who yeah. was a little bit in the news today with John Davidson making remarks about his play and, and his dedication. Obviously, Cal, Calgary is a team that, uh, and I, uh, well, we'll talk about them in a, in a second. Yeah, Calgary. Tr- Toronto, a team that's probably going to have to make some moves. So Ooh. there's options well. out there for Armstrong. Is there anyone you can see that you think whether it's a team or a player, the Blues going and, and trying to make an
3: offer. Well, gosh, um, I mean, a lot of so much of it depends on how much space they have, um, and and getting some of these contracts resigned. signed I know that Armstrong's not going to wait around for for free agents to sign. I mean, he didn't do it last year, but I mean, that just kind of is a lot of the bigger free agents who who are going to be available are not going to be cheap. I mean, the, the probably the two best that are going to be available are Brandon sod and Ryan Nugent Hopkins. Um, I'm sure Nugent Hopkins is not all excited about resigning at Edmonton right now for yeah. some reason, not sure why. Um, <laughs> but, but I mean, like that just depends on, you know, first off, do we need, you know, him at center or right wing right now, which, yeah. um, but also, you know, can we afford, guys like that. So I don't know. I mean, if we, if the Blues don't resign um, Jaden Schwartz, I think that frees him up to make a play for one of the bigger guys. Uh, but right now, honestly, like there's, you know, folks that, that, that would look good in a Blues uniform. I mean, I would I would love to be able to, to free Jack Eichel. But, um, you know, I just, I don't really feel comfortable making a prediction just because there's so many, like you guys said, there's so many moving parts.
0: Landis um,
1: Coggs out there, what well, might maybe, which is shocking a free, to me. He's a free agent. Yeah. That's
3: yeah, Oh my god! Oh, he is. Oh, but well, I'm he's sure
1: going He's. I mean, he's twenty eight. He's probably gonna look for like a six seven year deal. You know, making a lot of money, yeah. eight nine million. So he's I
0: mean, a Baruby type player.
1: Yeah, I'm. Well, yeah. I'm not. I I'd love to have him. I'd love to steal him oh, from Colorado. Yeah. I oh, I would to. too. But man, you gotta Get, feed him under the give cat.
0: me Landis Cog mm-hmm. and you take Schwartz. I'd be happy with that.
3: I'd be okay with that.
0: Um, uh, yeah, I, I, I mean, there's a the, now in terms of positionally. I mean, I've made my comments about how I think the Blues need to uh, retool on defense. I know offense has been an issue. I, I think we're all in agreement that goaltending, at least starting goaltending, has been fine. Is there a is there a certain position that you think the Blues need to key in on to make sure to shore up for next season?
3: Rob, probably I would think maybe left wing would not be a bad idea. Um, a lot of it really depends on just production of the players. You know, it's it's tough to to say, well, the Blues need – I mean, obviously, if, if they lose Hoffman, then they're going to have to do something on that side um, if they don't bring him back. And that would be a very good opportunity to bring in a player, you know, who was a little bit more high-end who can score but also play, you know, play within the system. Um, I would like to see the defense get bigger. And I would like to see if they can find somebody, regardless of what position they play, who could get in front of the net and either get a puck into the opposing team's goal from in front of the net or get somebody on defense who's big enough to get out there and to get people out of Bennington's way. Like, that should really be, and they they, they talked about it in their, um, you know, in the closing uh, press conferences. You know, that was something that they really needed to to work on was was size down the middle and getting people to the net and being able to be assertive in front of the net. So, regardless of of what position they're going to have to get heavier guys. They can't let other teams just skate directly up up to Bennington and and take a shot at them anymore.
0: Um. Yes. That's exactly my. I mean, you must listen to last week's episode because that's exactly what I said. I I loved Justin Falk's game this year. I I personally thought Marco Scandella down the stretch uh, was fantastic, and I'd like to see them keep him. But my biggest issue is you got a Falk and you got a Krug and you got a Dunn. Um, A lot of these guys are just they're not taking up the ice that a Bowmeister and an Edmondson and a Petrangelo mm-hmm. did, not even talking about their defensive skill, just the fact that they're not able to cover the the rink that other teams, that we see a lot of other bigger defenses do and how we saw past Blues teams do. So 100% with you, yes. I want to see this defense get bigger. I think that's a good call. Is Dougie Hamilton, uh, he's, not a, he's not a physical
1: defenseman, but he's six six
0: big dude uh, he's
1: going he, he's going to make a lot of money i
0: mean yeah so. <laughs> so yeah he's going to be you know i have my questions about him a lot of people have been bringing his name up for the blues i it seems like he has bounced a lot and he's not that old he's been around the nhl a, a fair amount he got traded out of boston out of uh 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 calgary um carolina. wasn't there another team yeah. before carolina
1: nope. Boston, Calgary, Carolina.
0: Yeah, mm-hmm. and now he's going to be leaving Carolina. I, and I don't think he was a good fit in either Boston or Calgary. So I, I fear we have – here's a reference for you, Blues fans. I have a fear that this is a Sean Hill situation, that he's only good in Carolina. Once he goes anywhere else, he's no good. So uh, I don't know. Maybe I could be wrong on that. I, I'd love to see them get bigger with the Dougie Hamilton, but mm-hmm. I do have my reservations about him. I just he's feel like pretty, he's one of those guys that works well in one system, maybe not anywhere else.
1: He's been pretty consistent uh, over his career, and the last two seasons, the the shortened seasons, uh, he's actually been amazing point wise. I mean, he's he's had, I mean, he's put up the same amount of points approximately as he did in full seasons the last two seasons. So, I mean, he's. I, I again, the this this is kind of going away from being the big physical. Uh, defense, a defensive defenseman kind of player that maybe the Blues might be looking at, but uh, uh, I mean, if if they they kick the tires on Hamilton and he's willing to negotiate, I mean, well, shoot, do you do you mm-hmm. do you bring him in? I mean, do you like go a different direction there because then all of a sudden you got you know Falk, Pareko, uh, Krug, and Hamilton. That's pretty badass. Uh, so.
0: Loki. <laughs> Sorry, stupid dog. Uh, actually, it's that's a uh that's Loki signaling a break for us. So, uh, we'll be back in uh, just a minute, talking more blues hockey and uh, a little bit of NHL hockey tidbits with our friend Hildy Mack here on Let's Go Blues Radio.
1: Center Rice Brewery is St. Louis's only hockey themed brew house. Stop on in during the next game to experience the ultimate hockey fan brewery while sampling various hockey inspired beers, such as. Old Arena Lager, the Beauty IPA, their Rotating Pale Ale Series, or seasonal offerings such as their Imperial Stout, their Lime Sherbet Sour, and much more. While you're there enjoying any number of their fantastic beverages, you can admire the bar top and tables made of authentic arena wood and the actual penalty box door from the old barn. Located at 3126 Olive Street in Midtown St. Louis, it's one of the best places to watch a Blues game or any game. Visit CenterIceBrewery.com today to schedule a no-contact curbside pickup or make a reservation in the tap room. Center Brewery. Let's go Blues. Please drink responsibly.
0: You know, Kurt, I do think it's important to draw attention to, um, yes, those of you uh, who might have noticed, Manscaped.com. Uh, we did not have their ad in the open or in the mid-show. Uh, we have uh, We have ended our agreement once the season ended. And uh, we're hoping to renew back in October. So uh, for those of you who are interested in using the LGB code, I don't believe it's active anymore. So just for the moment, uh, they are not a a sponsor, but they will be. I really, (laughs) I think everyone who has had those conversations knows they will be back in October. So uh, (laughs) still love Manscaped, loved the, the, the products they sent us, uh, still want to support them. If you're looking for anything for Father's Day, uh, recommend checking out Manscaped.com.
1: Uh, Chris, I was in the Facebook chat, uh, some comments from uh, Chris Bray, who actually was a participant in the uh, Let's Go Blues radio trivia night. He was in the, uh, the, I think he lost to, was it Jimmy or Guy?
0: Uh he of didn't the, lose yeah, to he guy. Guy guy lost. Might have that's, lost to Jimmy.
1: That's right. I think mean, he lost to Jimmy. So
0: Yeah. Uh, which yeah. which Chris, by Chris the, the way, by the way, yeah. we should add, I do believe we're planning another trivia night for uh, a, a Let's Go Blues radio show. What, so are we <laughs> we are if you don't want to put it on I will not because I think, no, I think that was a great show it was a lot of fun It
1: was fun it was fun it was a learning curve with the with the interface that we used but it was it worked out pretty well yeah uh chris chris bray says uh trade up to draft owen power or the other Hughes brother uh he's uh he also says a top defenseman I guess that's a, a need and he says no way Hoffman is coming back a thousand percent. And uh, there is a reason Petrangelo and Bowmeister were Canada's top pairing. He also says, bring back Eric Brewer. (laughs) And he says, Jimmy cheated. (laughs) So, and that that would not, I would not surprise me. Jimmy is a cheater.
0: (laughs) (laughs) That's good stuff. Bring Um, back Eric Brewer.
1: Nah. Nah. (laughs) Nah. Well, it
0: gives us us something to laugh about. Sure. One of my favorite broadcast moments. I think I've told this on the show before was, and I was just lucky that night to be listening to the radio and it was Kerber and chase on the call. And I watched the play after Eric Brewer had the puck behind the net and he just fell no one around him. I mean, just, it was like a sniper shot his legs out from under him and he just fell. He landed on his back. I mean, it was head over, uh, or his feet over, Heels overhead, basically. Um, And so the the play call was Chris Kerber. And here's Brewer behind the. Oh, my God. And then just laughing (laughs) for two minutes. So on the radio, Uh you're like, what the hell happened? And you start (laughs) hearing Kelly Chase like in like a deep, deep, just laughter. Could not contain himself. Just going, did you see that? Did you see that? And and finally, Chris Kerber comes back, and he's like, "Sorry, folks, we just saw something we'll probably never see again." Eric Brewer just lost his feet from under him; no one around him, behind the net. And I mean, they laughed, and they they kept laughing, like he's still calling the game, and you still hear Kelly Chase in the background laughing. Just uh,
1: it's probably somewhere too when uh...
0: endless comedy with Eric Brewer. (laughs) <laughs> it's it's probably similar
1: to uh, when uh, uh, what's his name? Oh, I well, was drawing a blank uh, uh, on his name. Holy cow! How can I forget? How can I be drawing a blank on his name? Uh, the whiffed slap shot in the offensive zone. And oh, the Patrick Berglund. Berglund, yeah, Lord. yeah, yeah. That that's probably the 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 broadcast of that call is is comical. <laughs> oh my
0: god! I finally saw the Shifley hit. Holy yeah. shit! Yeah,
1: he lit him up. Was he it, uh, scored was it? the
0: empty netter, and then he just—I right. mean—he rammed his head with his elbow. Head was Woo. down
1: on a wraparound chance, yeah, and he. But I, but I assume head was principal point of contact there. Yes, because I, it, I, I did. I saw one replay, and that was it. So, ooh, that hurts Ugh. the
0: Jets too. He's going to be out. He's going to be suspended. He has to be. Um. Anyway, uh, so uh, Hildy. <laughs> Um, want to talk to you about coaching, uh, real quick. Mm-hmm. So, um, Craig Baruby obviously will always be loved in St. Louis. He could never win another game as a Blues coach. We'll always have a soft spot for Blues fans. Mm-hmm. Would ring in the first cup to St. Louis. Do you think he's in the hot seat going into the season?
3: Well, on Twitter, he was there for a little while. Um, <laughs> I don't <laughs> that think doesn't so. count. <laughs> no, yeah, God, no. Um, no, I don't think so. Um I think that they're going to pay attention this year for sure. Um you know, to see if the blue if the Blues can you know, actually play as a cohesive team. But, you know, like I said before, everybody was injured. So it's so hard to judge um a lot of performances when you have so many, you know, confounding variables thrown in. Uh, to your entire season. So I don't think that there's a way they could justifiably put him on the hot seat right now. But I do think that, I mean, Doug Armstrong knows that part of this is just how the team is built right now. Um, So I don't think he's attributing a lot of the lack of success to the coaching staff. But um, I do think though, that if next season, if they're not competing once everything goes back to normal, um, if they're not competing well, I do think that, Maybe the hot seat might start getting a little warm. I think right that's, there,
1: I th- so. yeah. I think I think uh, next season is if they play as inconsistent as they were this season without the injuries, uh, and they and they're you know thirty thirty plus games in, and it's just then I think the the uh, hot seat thing has has merit at that point. Agree, but not now. Yeah, I agree with you.
0: Yeah, hundred uh, percent. So St. Louis game time want to ask, um, and, and I, I, I know I'm kind of putting you on the spot here, didn't didn't uh, warm you up for this one, but uh, anything in your wheelhouse, anything that that you're maybe planning for the summer, maybe anybody else at game time that you know of is planning for the summer, what can people expect from you guys uh, in the
3: upcoming offseason? Good question, because the off is always so exciting for Blues fans. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> I know that um, – a couple of our writers. Um, I know that Gabe Foley's working on a bunch of stuff with the um, with not just the upcoming draft, but also the expansion draft too. Um, and I know that he's working on a few features, kind of kicking around uh, possibilities for who the Kraken might might take from us and who the Blues should uh, who the Blues should uh, protect. Peron. Um, so <laughs> just throw that uh, out. In
1: uh, yeah, isn't, that a, is, it, isn't he protect number number? I mean, he's like. I no number no-brainer. one on my like, there's list. No way.
3: <laughs> yeah. I mean, there's no way they, that, that, that they let him go again, but we'll be doing some stuff on the draft and the expansion draft of uh, that kind of coverage. Um, and of course, like breaking news stuff, as far as the other stuff, usually it just kind of happens as it happens. Um, we need to sit down a little bit as writers and kind of kick around. Uh, if anybody has any fun off season ideas or anything like that. Um, usually by the end of the, end of the main season, I'm so pooped, um, from, from doing like all the daily stuff. And then now I'm trying to like do some recaps of the season and stuff like that. To be honest, I haven't really thought too awful much about the off season quite yet, but I do know that we do have a lot of good, um, draft and expansion draft stuff coming up. So now that I've talked Gabe up about it, I need to remind, remind him to please write it. Oh yeah. God. Tell him tell him I'm we're expecting it, it. Tell
0: him over at at let's go blues radio we're waiting for it.
3: Now he's confessedly <laughs> obligated.
0: No, he's Yes. Obligated.
3: Um, yeah, no. So I mean I mean I'm personally looking forward to uh, to what he reads cuz I always find it very well researched and and just like even if it's contrarian, you know, it's still an interesting read. I know he um his, his opinions don't exactly jibe with a lot of people's, but um Eh, it's entertaining. (laughs) You know, not Uh, everything I agree with and, you know, go with God, but, but I've always really liked a lot of games. As
0: long as it's researched and well-developed and put together and well written. That's all I care about. I've, I've uh, Ken Campbell over at, uh, well, actually I think he was recently let go, but over Mm -hmm. at the hockey news, unfortunately um, he's had some pieces in the past that I hated. But I still commended him on Twitter because I'm like, hey, that was well-written, well-researched, yeah. but I hated your thoughts on it. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, as long as it's put together well, that's all I care about. Uh, oh, yeah. I mean,
3: that's that, that's a big thing. And Gabe, Gabe backs up his reasoning with numbers. Um, As as a not-math person, um, I just kind of take his word for it. But I know that he puts <laughs> a lot of time into finding those numbers. So...
0: Uh, so, uh, want to get into some, uh, some rapid fire hockey tidbits here, uh, and, and Hildy, you're welcome to chime in on any of these, but, uh, first the draft lottery was held tonight, uh, draft lottery odds, uh, for the, well, I'm sorry, not the odds, but the, uh, that is the draft lottery odds that I posted, isn't it, Kurt? That's not the right draft. Well, number one goes to the Buffalo Sabres, which, uh, is really of no shock to anybody. Does it matter Uh, though? They're, they're no. gonna draft first
1: overall. Nope. They're gonna take somebody. He'll be good for somebody else in about five years.
0: Well, it does well, it does matter because we're gonna lose five years of a really good young player. and it's all it's all get
1: another league yeah. you know, before right when he gets to his prime, he's gonna go somewhere else.
2: Yeah.
0: I'm uh I'm really sad to see that uh that, that had to happen. So uh number two goes to the Seattle Kraken which uh is is uh you know what where did uh do you guys remember good offhand them, uh, where the where where the golden knights drafted their first year No I don't remember I think they were number 3 I could be wrong
1: cuz they, they could the the Kraken could have drafted anywhere from 1 to 5 right
0: Yeah and they got number 2 so that's pretty good They got Yeah that's good Yeah and by the way can we, Owen can we, Power can we talk about how is the number talk- 1 pick likely this year so Sorry yeah. to you, Owen Power, for what you'll have to go through the next couple of years. Uh, Chris Ray, Chris Gray wants
1: us to trade up to get him too. By the way, so which you know, I don't think Buffalo is. What do you move him? to Buffalo
0: yeah. to get their first round pick? I don't cool. think you
1: can move anything. It's but getting a number one pick is like almost impossible. I mean, cheap, good talent that can uh, you can plug in right away. I mean, that's you got to give somebody i mean some fantastic stuff
0: maybe owen power will come out and say after he's drafted i will not play for buffalo he'll pull on air yeah,
1: yeah. <laughs> can we talk about how uh i mean i think it's a crock of shit that vegas isn't isn't going to be in the expansion draft but which we're not talking about that right now but still
0: well, they they are not uh, they're not getting the revenue from the expansion team, so that's kind of the trade off, I guess. I don't care,
1: I lose a lose a player, I just just get lumped in with everybody.
0: I think that the the thought good at the time was when the second team comes in. The Golden Knights will still be trying to get into the playoffs. So I don't think anyone because they made this deal with them before they. Still brought in the Kraken. So I still
2: I think it deal. was
0: a it was a well, you know, you're still gonna be building. We don't want to take someone away from you while you're building. I think next time you see uh maybe two teams potentially coming in, I don't think you're gonna see that deal made by the NHL anymore. There's just too many good players. You just uh, you know, they they ended up with a great team after their draft.
1: They've been they've been really good ever since they came into the league. And now they yeah, don't have to well, go play a player. That's, uh, yeah, whatever. It's just hindsight I, on this. I understand
0: bad. it in, in terms of it was the deal made before they came into the league. So I get it. But I just hope they don't make that deal again in the future. The NHL, that is. Uh, been long time uh, in there. probably yeah probably very likely uh and i'm ducks number three number four new jersey devils and number five the columbus blue jackets so um just uh there's your draft lottery for the top five teams and uh want to mention a couple other things that happened uh so some kind of uh disturbing news i guess uh out of the edmonton camp oilers defenseman ethan Bear. Uh, was subjected to numerous racist messages and comments after the Jets defeated Edmonton in a four-game sweep. Uh, this occurred after Bears' turnover in Game 4 resulted in a tie score with Winnipeg eventually winning in the third overtime. Uh, the one positive to take away from this is that uh, if if you want to call this positive spirit north which is an indigenous uh, sports organization in canada says contributions rose by ten thousand dollars in just one day with donors stating bear was the reason so after all these uh, terrible comments came out to him there were other people that stepped up and started um supporting indigenous uh, sports players which is uh, uh great to hear but uh, it's a shame that had to stem from something so awful and so stupid from so many stupid hockey fans
1: you know the, the the i played hockey a long time and i was a i I loved to talk during games and i i trash talked with the best of them never i mean never even occurred to me there are so many things you can say in a game to an opposing player right to to trash talk them, try and get them off their game, mock them, whatever. And you got to go racist. Why? You're just, I mean, it, that says more about, I mean, when you say it, that says more about you than the person you're trying to trash talk. I mean, you're a, you're a piece of trash. Just, I mean, it's not, it's, it's, it's just, I don't get it. You, there's so many, It's not, it's, it's not, it's, it's, it's the lowest, the lowest bar, as far as trash talking goes, I mean, it, trash talking is supposed to be creative, especially in hockey. Be creative. Be funny. Don't be racist. That's just why you're setting yourself up for all kinds of problems, too. Just just don't. It's just it's a bad look all around.
0: Yeah, it's it's uh, it's terrible. And um, so I, I personal story that uh, I didn't think I'd ever share on the show was uh, I play with a, a guy that I've, I've known since middle school. Uh, still play with him to this day. Um, name's Ryan and Ryan is, uh, he's of, uh, Korean descent and, um, there, and he's a good player. He's a hell of a hockey player, great hands, great shot, uh, has been known to punish teams before with his great hands, scoring multiple goals. Does it not a dirty player by any means. So never necessary to really go after him except for, you know. You know how it is, Kurt, playing men's league. It's you know, oh he's good. So we gotta slash and hack the shit out of him. Sure. So yeah. he Yeah. Yeah. Yep. If we can't so catch we, him,
1: gotta hack him from behind, right? Yeah. yeah. Exactly. Uh-huh. So that's
0: that's what it was. And and he's and he's used to it. So he just puts up with it, doesn't say a word. And uh we were in the handshake line, and and unfortunately, it was the one week I wasn't there. I heard about this after the game. Um there was a guy who skated up to him and shook his hand and said, good game, chink. Oh, what? Oh my and, God. Yeah. <sighs> and uh, he just looked at him and and was like, come on, man. And I guess a couple of my teammates surrounded the guy and, and went after him. But I mean, he told me that that night and I didn't sleep that night. I mean, that's Jesus. how much it bothered me because it's just, you got to be kidding me. Like, first of all, It's men's league. You're going to throw out a racial slur in men's league because a guy beat you on the scoreboard. And two, just why use racial slurs at all? Like you said, it. it, come on, grow up.
1: If that was my team, if it was my team, I was captain of that team that that kid would not play anymore. I'd be like, no, thanks. Mm -hmm. See ya. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not gonna, I don't want that on my team. No, thanks. This is supposed to be fun. And it's men's league, right? I mean, yeah, you want to win. You you guys take it serious. It's fine. Don't, don't race. Mm -hmm. This is so, such a stupid path to take. This is dumb,
0: ignorant. Agree. I, I didn't, I don't understand it. I've, uh, I've played with people from all races, all genders, um, and and uh, uh, religious backgrounds, and that thought has never come into my head. Oh. I just don't understand how people can let that dictate their lives. It's it's There's crazy. A lot, of, a lot of things you can say to get uh, yeah. pissed off at somebody,
1: even if they're good, and you're just being a sore loser. You you just you just rag on somebody because they're good. Whatever. That's 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 weak in my eyes, and not a reason. <laughs> to, and it, you know, it's like, yeah, good game, good game, good game. Fuck you, good game. That, do that. <laughs> if you <laughs> yeah, want to say right. something,
0: don't. Yeah, don't, that's yeah. all he said. Okay, we won, so feel, be a bad loser all you want. Be a yeah. group hour. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, so, Jeez. a couple of comments I want to get to in YouTube. Uh, Race fan rocks four. Uh, oh, he changed. Oh, no, it is still four. Rain, Race fan rocks four. Big Eric Brewer fan, as we always say. Uh thoughts on the Shifley hit. Sorry, don't know how to spell his name. Yeah, it's uh it's it's a tough name to spell. I don't blame you. Uh says it's Yeah. Uh it's uh player safety. Do you think they will suspend him? They have to suspend him. Oh yeah. That was a dirty want, ass I want, hit.
1: I want to see the re- more replays just to kind of break it down and see where he hit him and how he hit him. But uh based on what I think I saw the first time he's going to get suspended. Now, I don't know what his suspension history is and if it's going to be
0: more than a couple games, we'll see. Remember when he uh he ran he was the one that ran Bennington in the first round, right? Did he? Mm-hmm. Yeah, ga- game game yeah. 1. Early on in the game, he uh that was like set the tone. He, he uh hit Bennington behind the net. Okay. Very hit cool. him real hard, too. You remember that Hildy?
3: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, cuz first game in, in Winnipeg, a couple of the Jets players tried to Trying to run Bennington, but I really remember Scheifele Shly- doing it because I was like, "Where the hell did that come from?"
0: Yeah, so I, was I
3: expecting that out of him.
0: I will admit, I I love Mark Scheifele's game. So when he did that, I actually like applauded it as a hockey fan because I mean that made the people in Winnipeg just go nuts. Even though it caused a power play for the Blues, I loved it. Now this hit. Mm. Well, I don't I, feel I, the same way. <laughs> I just I just
1: I just pulled up an article from uh, it looks like it's from Saint Louis Game Time by Billy Mac. Oh, don't don't read oh, no. it says Mark Shifley says he tried not to hit Jordan Bennington.
0: <laughs> yeah, which was bullshit. <laughs> yeah, that was a, that was
1: bullshit. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna watch the replay here on the GIF. Oh yeah. yeah that,
0: that bullsh- bullshit.
1: He completely <laughs> Yeah. So yeah,
0: again, we uh, we we mentioned uh, that we went to uh, Center Ice, uh, which, by the way, Hildy, you've been to St. Louis a mm-hmm. couple times since they've opened. Yeah. Uh, have you been to Center Ice Brewery yet?
3: I have not gotten a chance to go there yet, but they are on my to-do list.
0: Yes, really- that the next time you're in St. Louis, make time and, and let us know too. We'd love to join yeah. you. Yeah, um, yeah, yeah. We're uh, we're big. I mean, obviously, they're a sponsor of the show, but not just that. Even before it's, I, I think I've told the story in the show before that when they came on as a sponsor, I literally had my friends at my, my like hockey teammates who listen to the show, like messaging me, wait a minute, center ice is sponsoring you. Why would they do that? Because you already (laughs) talk about them all the time. And I'm like, I guess they just like the show.
1: (laughs) We have a special relationship with, uh, with center ice brewery and they, and they sell our stickers in, in house while they will, when we give them some new ones. So, had to revise yeah. them.
0: But, yeah. No, definitely check that out, Hildy. Next time you're in town. And and uh, if uh, people ever ask you, good places to check out in St. Louis. Center Ice Brewery comes very highly recommended. Great spot. Uh, so, we went there Saturday night to watch Game 6 between Montreal and Toronto. Uh, but I do uh, uh, want to mention Monday night, a big win for Montreal. Toronto. Uh, question for both of you. Will Toronto ever win another series again?
2: <laughs> no,
1: I'm, I, I'm not going to touch that one.
2: Maybe?
1: <laughs> you can go ahead. I hope so.
3: I mean, like, law of averages says that they have to, I guess. But, uh, man.
1: 17 years. 17 years, right, since the last playoff series? win, yeah. And
0: they've Same had some where they – <laughs> Oh, yeah. that's true.
1: Yeah. And they've had chances too. I mean, they've had, mm-hmm. they've had serious leads late. They've had a, a game mm-hmm. seven lead against Boston, which is like comically one of my favorite, uh, implodes of all time. Uh, mm-hmm. was it, was it a, was a two or three goal lead in the third period
0: and they blew it late? I think they were up three period. to one. Three to one. Yeah. yeah. And then lost in four overtime. to three. In yeah. overtime. Yeah. So, yeah.
1: I, you know, uh, I, I've said this before, I like having Toronto be this uh futile it uh, not, and not because i'm a, a uh i hate the maple leafs uh i just <laughs> i i just think it's funny that uh-huh. this this happens to them and it it's makes for great theater on uh, you know how are the leafs gonna blow it this season right it's just uh-huh. and it i mean it, it, you know, and, then, and i want to say that as blues fans we can kind of relate but not mm-hmm. at that level of futility. I mean, they, we, they, I mean, we, we had issues advancing deep in the playoffs for a long time, but not like this. Uh, this is something mm-hmm. that's this, they are the blues. They are worse than the blues were at that. If people like to make fun of the blues as far as their playoff history goes, but, uh, Toronto mm-hmm. is far worse. And then they, they have won a cup since the blues came in the league. So they're, they're, yeah. And that's, and that's and this the is, point hockey that- mecca. The Hockey Mecca. Which and that's like, the point that, that I make be... is,
0: is people say, like, before the Blues won the cup, people say, like, well, at least Toronto's won a cup. And I'm like, but who was alive for their last cup win? Yeah, right, like, right. you look at the majority yeah. of their fans, they weren't alive the last time that, that team yeah. won the cup. So uh, is it really like they won a cup before? Because nobody's ever seen it. <laughs> it's a tree fall the in the woods situation.
1: I genuinely, I like Steve dangle. I like his, yeah. yes. I like his, his stick. I, I appreciate his passion. He's educated. He's honest. Mm-hmm. And, uh, I, I, I love that. He's not, you know, I think Toronto fans uh, have a reputation of being, um, crazy. Um, and un- really? unrealistic expectations uh, every off season, as far as free agency goes and, and, uh, the trade deadline, they think they're getting every top player, uh, but I I, I I really feel bad for Steve Dangle because he's not like your typical Trump Maple Leafs fan. He's a die. I did. You, I, I watched uh, Game Seven along with Steve Dangle. Uh, he had that 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 uh, streaming thing that he did with Sportsnet where you could watch with. Him. He he was uh, streaming live, had the game up on Sportsnet, and he was. You could watch with him and, and see his comments and stuff from the show, which was fantastic. Um, and it was it was great. It was funny. He was honest, and he, was, he was watching him being frustrated it was. I don't know. It was a weird. I don't know, masochistic is the wrong word, but, uh, I, I, I enjoyed, I enjoyed it. I enjoyed it. It was fun, but I, I do feel bad for him because he's in his lifetime. He's, I think he said he was in high school last time the blues, the, the uh, Maple Leafs won a playoff series. Oh, so
0: rough. Uh, you, you shared a pretty hilarious quote from Austin, uh, Austin Matthews before,
1: yeah, before the series. Yeah, go, ahead, the go
0: ahead, Kurt. Go ahead and read that one.
1: Well, and this was shared, um, no, I mean okay, February thirteenth, two
0: thousand
1: twenty one. Yeah, February thirteenth, two thousand twenty one, and it was reshared recently. Uh he says, honestly, it's pretty easy. We haven't had much of a test here, to tell you the truth. It's kind of boring dominating the same teams each night. Hopefully we will be challenged come playoff time.
0: Oh, boy, <laughs> and you were. And you were. Yeah. yeah. Uh Matthews Ooh. and Martyr combined for one goal. So yeah. That's uh that's pretty rough. Pretty rough, folks. We used to bitch yeah. about the uh the steen line not contributing in the playoffs. Woo. This is uh, about ten times that.
1: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it's just funny. Yeah, I mean, stuff stuff that that doesn't age well, stuff that comes back to bite you, you know, it's mm-hmm. it's uh it's just kind of funny.
0: Well, um, again, I want to uh, thank uh, Hildy for H- Hildy Mac, Laura Hildy Mac for joining yeah. us. Uh, it's been a lot of fun having you on. You and I, like I, I said this before the show, and I think I said this on Twitter, you and I have conversed for many, many years. Uh, I know Kurt has conversed with you many times as well, but we've never actually sat and had a conversation. This was awesome. It was great finally yeah. to talk to you, Hildy. Um, and uh, we'll we'll. Gladly have you back anytime you want to come back on. So Absolutely. thank you very well, much for anytime,
3: anytime you ask, you guys know where to find me.
0: In Atlanta, somewhere. Atlanta, it, yeah. Right. <laughs> pretty much. <laughs> and again, you can follow her on Twitter and... At Hildy Mac, that is H-I-L-D-Y-M-A-C. And again, read everything she writes, uh, over at St. Louis Game Time. Also find St. Louis Game Time on all your social media platforms. We really appreciate having Hildy on as again, as a, as well as, uh, Brad Lee, somebody we've had on multiple times as well. Uh, we always love having our game time people on. So Screw Bradley. He
1: beat me at the trivia yeah. contest at Center Ice one night. Uh,
0: well. No. Yeah
1: him and him and Jeff Jones and uh, a couple of the people uh, teamed up against like me only and beat me by a few questions. Anyway, I'm, I'm not, better. better. I'm not better. I'm not, I'm not better. Not at all. Not at all. Not at
0: all. Hildy, is there anything else that, uh, you'd like to, to plug before we, we let you go? Any, any other place <sighs> that people can find your work or anything like that?
3: Uh, really? It's, it, it's all on game time. Um, that's that's pretty much the only place that I'm I'm doing any like doing all my hockey writing is at game time. So um, if y'all are ever interested in, in reliving the dream of the Atlanta Thrashers, um, the uh, SB Nation actually does still have uh, Birdwatchers Anonymous like memorialized. So I do have a bunch of stuff over there It's kind of like a really weird time capsule of of the uh, the the end of a franchise. So it was. I was actually thumbing through that the other day. It was it was interesting to, to kind of go back and see to see that again after ten years.
0: I I still look back at some of the stuff I wrote uh for in like nineteen ninety nine, two thousand and I'm like wow. Like eh, that was such a different era for blues hockey than it is mm-hmm. now. Even even post Stanley Cup, it was just Man, the all-stars on those teams It's its really interesting to go back And, and read some of those uh, You know what, I asked you your favorite Blues player of all time I'm going to go ahead and ask nope. you right now Favorite Thrasher of all time
3: mm, Um Probably Marion Hossa That's a probably. solid pick Yeah, I mean I know everybody usually goes With Kovalchuk, but uh, it's a, Honestly, it's a toss-up between Marion Hossa And Johan Hedberg, those are my two
0: Oh, the, uh, the moose. I'm a fan of the moose.
3: Yeah, the moose is awesome. I
0: am. He's a good guy. Uh, so, uh, support for Let's Go Blues Radio is brought to you in part by ID Life, the world's only truly personalized vitamin platform based on a health assessment of your DNA. Visit rockinthatidlife.com for more information. That's rockinthatidlife.com and get 10% off by texting Dustin. At 636-393-8745 and tell him Let's Go Blues Radio sent you. That's Dustin at 636-395-8745. Uh, I'm sorry, I think I said that wrong. 636-393-8745. And by center Ice Brewery, St. Louis's hockey themed brewery. Visit center today to schedule a no-contact curbside pickup. Uh, and uh, we still have in the copy here, Kurt. Uh, make a reservation for their tap room, but I think they are just open. Uh,
1: no, I, I, I did contact them. So I don't know. Some, maybe something with websites uh, not functioning properly, but they said that they do still want people to make reservations. Uh, even though I went there and, uh, that option was not uh, available <laughs> at the time. So For I don't Saturday. know if they're working yeah. on that. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, I, but i okay. Mean, you know, whatever.
0: Okay. Well, yeah. still, uh, before you go to com, go to their website. Uh, I'm sorry. Before you go to centerestbrewery, go to Center com. make a reservation to their awesome tap room. While you're there, uh, enjoying a number of their fantastic beers, you can admire the bar top and tables made of authentic arena wood. Located at 3126 Olive Street in Midtown St. Louis, it's one of the best places to watch a Blues game. That's Ice Brewery and Brewery.com. Please drink responsibly. That will do it for episode 38 of season 9 of the original St. Louis Blues Hockey Podcast, Let's Go Blues Radio. Thanks for listening, and thanks to those who participated in the YouTube and Facebook live chats during the show. It's been a blast as always, everyone, and I look forward to talking with you all again next week. Uh, again, a big thanks to Hildy Mack for joining us from St. Louis game time. For Kurt Price and the On Assignment Bill Day, I'm the lovable Jeff Ponder. Until next time, everyone, let's go Blues. Beat Cronky.
3: Thanks, guys. Uh, the Chiefs are at home tonight against Cyanusport Sport at the War Memorial at 8. Good seats are still available. I think that went very well.
0: Thank you for listening to Let's Go Blues Radio. Now take off, hosers. I want you to have a heart attack and die so that we never have to do this shit again. Well, there's
1: 90 minutes of your life you'll never get back. Sorry.
2: St.
0: <laughs> Louis Blues, St. Louis Blues, have you heard the news about us? St. Louis Blues? Only
3: well, just begun, they're on their way to number one. Now oh, there's no more blues, for oh, I'll say Louis Blue. The blues are on the ice tonight again.
2: They're rough and tough and got the stuff to win.
3: They'll always get one more,
2: no matter what the score. They are quite a hockey team, my friend.